0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, I don't have a good, enlightening, like, thought-provoking question for today, so I'll just say you are a handsome
1: devil. Oh, well, thank you, Durango Canyon Matthews at the DC Matthews. I appreciate the compliments. It's what keeps me going in this world. I can always use more praise, and you, you, sir, deliver it. So thank you for that. Are you are you not getting enough praise at work?
0: Is that what it is?
1: Definitely not enough praise at work. I'm, I'm tired of the lack of praise I receive from my place of employment.
0: Is that why you put in your two weeks?
1: Yeah, that's why I dreamt about doing that.
0: Would you actually get to put in two weeks? Like, everyone says I put in my two weeks notice, but I think all jobs are different. Like, would that work for you? Would you be like, hey, I'm leaving, you know? I mean, February. what are they going to do? Ninth
1: or whatever. Stop me from leaving? I don't know. I mean, did you hear about that thing at the hospital? where was that now when Wisconsin I think there was this one hospital um that lost a bunch of employees over the course of the last year or so there's another hospital about seven miles away it's a radiology department and they hired basically seven people from this other hospital because this one person got an interview accepted position and then told their co-workers about it and they all went and applied over there etc cetera, etc cetera. um The first hospital, the hospital losing the employees, filed an injunction against the employees saying they weren't allowed to leave their jobs at the hospital because, um, you know, it would cause a medical emergency in the area. And they got a judge to fucking sign off on that bullshit. It only lasted a weekend until another judge was like, okay, this (laughs) is... Yeah, not how this works, but it was like the fact that they even got an initial judge to be like, oh, yeah, that's totally a thing at an at will work state to try to prevent people from leaving. Like, again, like a two week notice is a courtesy um, from, you know, you to your employer. But Mm. realistically speaking, what are they going to do? There's labor laws, man. You're entitled to every penny that you earn for every hour you work there. They can't withhold their last paycheck from you. Um, If they do, you can take them to court, pretty much be a slam dunk for any sort of labor lawyer. So, like, you know, it's a courtesy, but don't you don't owe them anything. Yeah. Unless you have a contract that says otherwise, but I don't.
0: That's more of what I was wondering, because, like, I am under contract, and there is, you know, if I were to leave, I think I'm supposed to give 30 days.
1: What if you just stopped going?
0: Well, that's what it would be, you know, and again, teachers by and large are not going to abandon their students or anything, but you could feasibly, I could put in my notice and just use all my sick time right, for the remainder, because it's not like I get paid for it. I get paid for it if I retire. I get paid one quarter of all the sick hours or whatever, sick days, but it's a the whole thing's messed up. All these social constructs, man, they're falling apart during COVID, man. You know, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know.
1: I got, I got nothing. DC. I,
0: it's, it's the, you know, it's January. Not my favorite month. 2022 so far. Not my favorite year. Let's let's hope things, you know, pick up. Although I don't know if you've been paying attention, but we here in jolly old New England, are looking, to, <laughs> do you need to use the bathroom or something? You're making a face that makes makes me think you're, you know.
1: My you... pants are filling, and it's not with the good cream. Was that too explicit even for this show? Uh, I don't think it's too explicit. Do, do you, you think that's the sort of comment that got GQ to stop appearing on our show?
0: I think it was things like that, yes, indeed.
1: All right, well, sometimes I just can't help myself. What were we talking about um why don't you like january 2022
0: well the whole you know my aunt being in the hospital yeah I'm obviously. on a ventilator though I will tell you I don't know that I mentioned this in the bestie chat she has been transferred to a rehab center she's doing well then She's doing well. She asked if she could go home. They called the rehab place called two hours after she got there and were like, she's asking to leave and she promises she'll come back on Saturday. She just wants a couple of days at home. Um, Do you want us to let her go? And my parents were like, no, she just got there. (laughs) You should probably let her stay. Uh, But that's good. You know, my parents got the new pup. I haven't met her yet, but but yeah, some
1: photos, though.
0: I did. It's a
1: little puffball,
0: but um, you know, so things are looking up. I will say that. But oh, that's what I was going to talk about before you you creamed your pants. Um, uh, we could be getting two to three feet of snow this weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I've been here more like twelve to eighteen inches. So.
0: Well, that would be better. I would, I would prefer 12 to 18. Although, I don't know. It's happening on a Saturday, which, you know, doesn't do anything for me school day-wise. If we got two to three feet, it would take a couple of days to plow everybody out. And
1: nah, I'm going to take a couple of days. You'd be done. Two to you'd three still, feet? You'd still be going to work on Monday. You kidding two me? Two to three feet? Yeah, ain't nothing.
0: All those side roads?
1: You'd be fine. You'd be going to work.
0: That's what my wife said, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to rain on your. I know. Ritual I was like, "Hey, maybe this will work."
0: But oh man, are you excited for a big snowstorm? We haven't had a real big snowstorm yet.
1: Not really. It's just more cleanup. But it's not like it's a big deal. I mean, I've got a snowblower that should be able to handle it. So it's not like it's a thing. I just got to do it. But you know, but because of the snowstorm, like they moved back. Um, Or, I guess, moved forward, move in. Yeah, I saw that. So, like, I don't really want to go to work on Friday now. I think I'll probably just stay home, take the day off, maybe. Or I'll work from home if I'm feeling adventurous. But I'll probably just take the day. Because I don't want to do any of that.
0: Working from home is an adventure?
1: Yeah, it can be.
0: What, What is adventurous about working from home?
1: Oh, well, sometimes... Like a guy comes up to you and he gives you like a quest to go on. You know, he comes to your front door and he's like, hey, I'm trying to retrieve this sword, you know, the sword of righteousness, and you got to go reclaim it from some far off kingdom.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And of course you get to the kingdom and like, you know, the monarchy has recently fallen apart. And so there are these bands of tribal leaders, really at this point, war chiefs um that are starting to exert their influence and trying to you know take over the domain for themselves and so that just throws a big old monkey wrench into what should be a pretty simple fetch quest to receive to go retrieve this sword of righteousness of course but and you're trying to find the halfling gnome who was last known to be in possession of the damn thing. And, of course, he's gone missing because he joined a militia that took him, like, three different uh, city-states over. So it's just one thing after another, DC. It's just one thing after another. You have a cooler job than I thought you did. Yeah. I try not to brag about it too much. but Do
0: you remember how annoying those fetch quests were? Where it was like, <laughs> you need to collect...
1: Fetch quests were bad, but the worst was was when you had to escort oh, somebody that's true. who walked at a quarter of your walking speed? That's seat, true. There's, and you would just yeah. run circles around them being like, go, 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 this, go, this go,
0: goblin, This goblin was in a cage and you freed the goblin. And now he's going to walk painstakingly slowly, and and then get hurt and have to like fall over and rest. Right? Now, as... I mean,
1: in fairness, maybe the goblin had had his feet bound. Like maybe this was some sort of society that fetishized <laughs> goblin feet and wanted to reshape them in their image of beauty feet. And maybe when you released them from the cage, I don't know about you, but I'm not used to looking at goblin feet, and I might have just looked quickly and assumed. Those are sandals, but they're not sandals. In fact, they're bindings, and maybe that's why he was walking slowly. And I don't know about you, DC, but I don't speak goblinese. So you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to point parts. out. That,
0: I'd like to point out that you started this talking about how annoying escort quests were, and now you are defending the escort quest and well, the poor goblin.
1: I'm defending the goblin, not the programmer <laughs> who made the damn quest.
0: Yeah. <sighs> I miss World of Warcraft sometimes.
1: I don't miss collecting raptor feathers in the Badlands.
0: No. Fuck raptor no. feathers. No, because not every raptor had one. And you were like, no, no. Modern science has taught us that all dinosaurs were feathered. That Therefore, was, all of you should have one.
1: That was always a thing to me about those, those retrieval quests, the ones you were talking about where they said, bring me 12 of this, and you'd go and kill 200 of the creature and you still wouldn't have 12 of whatever it was, and a lot of times it was something like a toe. And it's like every single one of these that I killed had at least six of these toes. yeah, or should have.
0: Yeah, And I get that they're trying to build your experience, but I would like to see a game in which a fest quest, if you need 12 raptor feathers, you must kill 12 raptors or less, because sometimes you can get more.
1: And like I get it. maybe not every single, you know harvesting is going to be successful. Maybe I I I slid open the raptor's back to cut out the raptor kidneys that I need, and perhaps I damage it with my knife, and I go, oh, I can't use this one. All right, that's acceptable, I was, guess.
0: Was that the game where skinning... Wasn't there some... I feel like I've played some game where skinning was a skill that you could improve.
1: I think it was World of Warcraft. Yeah,
0: and so the more... The better you got at it, the better sort of leather you got. Yeah, I think it was. And again, that part makes sense, but. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: wandering around, flying on a bat. <laughs> selling stuff at the auction house.
1: Yeah, the auction house. Fuck the li- auction house. Fuck I like the, World of Warcraft.
0: I like that World of Warcraft has now gone back to. Like They're like, oh, play the OG game. They've made so many new games that they're trying to bring fans back by being like, you can play the OG game just
1: like it was when we first started. And the funny so thing is, na- like the vanilla Warcraft services they have, the OG servers, they're not actually exactly the same as they were day one. Like they still have even some stuff out. They've changed things about some of the characters still. Like it's not the og game even though that's what they say it is no um, I don't know.
0: you can still be a panda i do i do regret that we stopped playing right around the time they came out with the panda race because i think that would have made sense like i would to totally, have loved to be a
1: pandarian
0: you would have totally tried to be the pandarian monk
1: oh yeah for sure and oh yeah yeah oh yeah
0: Oh World of Warcraft. Oh
1: World of Warcraft.
0: Do you think we'll ever get a game like that again or was it just the right game at the right time when we right were time,
1: the, right game, right time, right point in our lives. We'll never yeah. have a game like that again. Even no. if there is a game like that again for like the next generation, it won't, you know, it won't come to, across to us the same way.
0: What is the video game you have put the most hours into, do you
1: think? Huh, um world of warcraft probably is up there if not world of warcraft it would probably have to be seven days to die
0: yeah that's what i would think
1: or maybe left for dead
0: not even your childhood games i don't think so you didn't put Uh, 1200 hours into starcraft or diablo 2 or whatever
1: i played a lot of diablo 2 but i don't think i put that many hours into it and i wasn't big into a lot of the rts's like our friend uh tall fellow was so sure yeah i don't know i don't think so
0: yeah i it has to be warcraft the amount the number of days and hours that we put into it like i've played a lot of skyrim don't get me wrong i've played probably a couple hundred hours of skyrim at this point world of warcraft has to be more
1: i mean i definitely think i've put a couple hundred of hours into like i said like seven days to die but yeah world of warcraft must have been Way more than that. (laughs) I mean, there were days when we would just play that thing for 12 hours straight.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'd wake up, we'd play, and eventually we'd go to bed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't healthy.
0: I don't know. I think you need times like
1: that. I think we need more times like that.
0: Well, I don't think there's a game like that. That's the problem.
1: No. I mean, we could go play World of Warcraft, but... No, no,
0: no. I've played like Elder Scrolls online. It was fun for a bit. And sorry, Jeremy. And then then that was the end of that for me.
1: He would have had uh, more fun if old Loki Ron had been there.
0: Well, that's it. Like we would need, we would need the, we would need matching times. If you take all of the summer off and don't do anything. And then like, we could probably get two to three days a week of gaming in maybe i like that you have your your giant bomb cup that you're drinking from and i broke back out the ddt wrestling mug each represent each representing our favorite podcasts
1: um i don't listen to giant bombcast anymore that's true but like of all time yeah probably it's definitely got the most hours listened out of anything in my life i will Uh, say
0: what do you while we're on the subject of video games, how much do you know about what's it called? Starfield, the new Bethesda game?
1: Uh little to nothing other than I presume it is uh older scrolls in space.
0: That they've said it is Skyrim in space. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: I mean we had that game. It was called um The Outer Worlds.
0: Oh, that's true. I did play
1: that. So, and no man's
0: And No Man's Sky, I played that too, which was much more there was much less to do in No Man's Sky.
1: No Man's Sky, there's a. When I first played that way back when, there was very little to do in it. But after all the free updates that game has gotten, I haven't gone back to it, but it sounds like there is a lot to do in that game now.
0: Well, if you are okay, if you like exploring planets, like. The problem was it wasn't like you went to a planet that I remember. It wasn't like you went to a planet and there was like a unique quest line on that planet. It was just your job was to get to the center of the galaxy. So you just kept exploring planets and then collecting resources or building stuff to then be able to go to the
1: next planet. You want a more narrative directed experience.
0: I, you know, I'm all for if you, you know, you joined up with this group of space pirates. And so now you're, you know, doing this sort of thing. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. But after a while, there's only so many times you can go from this planet to this planet. And
1: it does got Glenn, repetitive. Does Glenn play video games? I don't think I've ever heard him mention them.
0: But I don't think so. I think he has mentioned your old school. Yeah. You know, Pong pitfall. What was it? What's the game where you're just jumping over pits pitfall pitfall pitfall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he may have played that. Like he may have played the original ET game for the Atari. Can't the you just see Glenn
1: being like the linchpin of our guild in world of Warcraft? Cause he's on like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, constantly like talking up new folks, getting them into yes. the guild, oh, absolutely. going into new raids. He would be
0: a fantastic guild master. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you would have, like, us and Jeremy and Mitchell who would, like, show up for, like, you know, maybe three hours a week.
1: Mitchell would be like, where are the Pokemon? I'm out. There's a new I Pokemon game, isn't there, Mitchell?
0: He would he would collect pets, I think. You could have a pet. No, I Ron really think
1: it. there's a new Pokemon game, though. I thought I read something about that. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. Um,
0: I'll ask again. I've been asking for weeks, and we don't need to go into total detail uh the royal rumble is this saturday well actually no i'm guessing people aren't coming to your house now this blizzard oh, got yeah. here just in time sorry gq yeah
1: i don't know i mean gq hasn't been back in touch after last week's episode i think <laughs> rachel might have reached out to mrs manson and said so what's going on with the rumble is that still happening um yeah the blizzard does throw a whole other monkey wrench yeah. into it. honestly this- i don't care like I'm probably not going to watch it. If people come over, I would watch it. Sure, I'm fine with people coming over, but yeah, with the blizzard and all that, I hope. Just because I think you like it's the rumble, you know. I would have to download Peacock, and that just seems like too much work. Okay, I'd have to download it. I'd have to sign into it. Like, sure. ah, ah. I don't know. I don't think I can do that without somebody directing me.
0: No, I think you could probably do it. Nah, I'm
1: pretty helpless.
0: <clears throat> well, maybe Mrs. Manson will want to watch it. I doubt it. She's really going to watch. Want to watch Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking
1: Rollins? Yeah, I doubt that very much. Like I said, I'd, I wouldn't mind having people over. The social aspect of it is what I enjoy more than the WWE. That's for sure. But yeah, I don't know. How are things going there? Any other exciting news?
0: <laughs> So, I am excited because it's the Rumble. And because as of now, there are, according to Wikipedia, of course, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 14. There's like 23 guys announced. Now, granted, only five of them are from SmackDown. So, I have to imagine another five or so. We'll probably get one or two surprises from. Uh, the men. Remember, probably there was
1: like something just a couple of years ago. There was a rumble where there was no surprises. Remember that one? I forget which one it was, but we were definitely like disappointed. I don't know if you were over, so I'm having trouble remembering exactly.
0: It, the issue is, and we've we've I think we've discussed this in previous weeks. What's the surprise? The surprise this time, I think, will be someone who they had released coming back. I could very easily see the surprise entrant. The big deal is Braun Strowman.
1: Yeah, right. Sure.
0: You know, a guy who was released and, you know, they decided for whatever reason, let's bring him back. Even if it's just for a one off, you know, we've got Mickey James. That's cool. She's going to show up with the knockout title. That's very cool to see the knockouts title on WWE programming all for it. Like, okay, maybe it's Daniel Bryan and you have that AEW crossover kind of. Yeah. Maybe it's Christian Cage, except he showed up at the last Rumble. So him showing up in back-to-back Rumbles isn't a surprise anymore. Uh, Maybe it's Corey Graves. Now that he's medically cleared to compete, maybe he shows up. Like, I could see that being a thing.
1: Is any of that exciting? Um, I guess to the right person. I mean, If
0: Daniel Bryan shows up, I'll be excited. And it will be impressive that they had some amount of business done between WWE and AEW. If Corey Graves shows up, it's a nice story for him because he didn't think he could wrestle again. And now maybe he can. But I think we, again, we may have talked about this. Corey Graves is not going to sell a whole lot of tickets.
1: Like, I don't think anybody watching the product really watched Corey Graves (laughs) when he was wrestling. Like, I feel like even his time in NXT was before most people were watching
0: NXT. Yeah. That's what I said. When I started watching it in 2014, when we got the network, he was already done. I think I went back and watched one match and he was good. The like he feuds with Byron Saxton. He had something, I guess. This week on Monday, they had a weigh-in for Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. I don't know why they were weighing in. It's not a weight class belt. I don't know what the what the point was. Corey Graves made a comment to Brock Lesnar about his. You know, Brock Lesnar's in his flannel with his cowboy hat, doing all of that, and you know, uh, Corey Graves made a comment about you know his choice of outfit. Brock Lesnar said, "Well, do you want me to get naked for you, Corey?" And everyone on Twitter was like, "Oh, they're teasing it. We're going to get Brock Lesnar versus Corey Graves." And I went, "No one wants to see that." There's some people who
1: think they want to see that.
0: Carmella is Mrs. Corey Graves. She doesn't want to see that. If you want to watch, you know, Corey Graves wrestling The Miz or Byron Saxton or you know, even like somebody like Edge, okay? Him getting the crap kicked out of him by Brock Lesnar isn't fun, and you won't like it. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I'm excited. It's on a Saturday. I'll happily put it on. we will be snowed in. I'll happily put it on. Uh, I don't think I'm going to watch the mixed tag match between Edge and Beth Phoenix and The Miz and Maurice. I don't really have any interest in it outside of getting to watch Beth Phoenix wrestle again. But, uh, you know, rumbles are fun. Maybe something exciting will happen. Maybe we'll just, you know, count down and be like, oh, it's Happy Corbin.
1: Huzzah. Yeah, that sounds like a great time.
0: (laughs) I'll let you know how it is next week. Thank you. All right. Uh, Does that mean you're also not going to be watching WrestleMania?
1: I doubt it. Unless people are coming over. But as a two-night event, I think it's less likely to have people over for that, you know? Like, you have somebody over for one night, but are people going to come two nights in a row? That seems unlikely.
0: You should have them over for the whole day because the rumor is... Yeah, no,
1: no, thank you. Nobody wants to watch the NXT garbage. NXT 2.0 matinee garbage. Stand and deliver. Nobody cares about NXT anymore. One in the afternoon. Nobody cares. Just take it out behind the shed and shoot it in the brains because no it's over.
0: No, I as as the third brand, sure, it's over. But as the training ground for, you
1: know, will Braun Breaker wrestle at a WrestleMania. That doesn't need to be televised though. Especially because again, for some reason in the WWE, there's this disconnect between NXT and the main roster. So nothing these people do in NXT is canon. They won't even be the same character when they come to the main roster. I don't need to see any of it. Let them go develop in the dark recesses of the performance center. So I don't get colored. So I don't enjoy anything they do. And, and honestly, though, and honestly, like that sounds like a negative way of me to look at this, but it's not because all it does is build up expectations. You, you start building up something that you like about this performer, about their character, and then sure. they come to the main roster and they just throw it all away anyways. So don't don't bother trying to get me invested in that shit. It's worthless. You you
0: you bring up a valid point. The shield wouldn't have worked if we knew who they were, right? Like when Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose showed up, most people, myself included, had no idea who they
1: were. And admittedly, I heard
0: I had heard of Tyler Black. I suppose I'd read about him. Sure,
1: sure. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what what's the point? Like, why? The only thing. Like, if, if Karrion Cross had debuted on the main roster, and yeah, maybe they gave him his stupid leather barbarian gimmick, and that's all you knew about him. I think that people would have reacted, maybe not positively, but it would have been a lot less negative than having spent six months watching this guy be a force to be reckoned with in NXT, knowing about how he was paired up uh, with, 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 uh, what was uh, her name? Um, the lady scarlet yeah scarlet you know what i mean like people wouldn't have been angry about all that because they never would have known it existed like all they're doing is putting these performers at a disadvantage by actually letting us watch the development in nxt um it it actually actively harms their product it actually it actively harms uh, audience investment and when you see people like chris jericho on Twitter talking about how the WWE has a serious problem building new stars, uh, this is, I mean, he didn't call it out, but to me, that's exactly. this is exactly what he's talking about. Like, they have a systematic approach, you know, built into the very fiber of their being as a corporation that is working against their audience getting invested or caring about any of these characters because for some reason they feel like they have to hit the reset button when they move between this this NXT and the quote-unquote main roster. And it, it's, it's got to change because it's not working. It's actively putting people like me off of their product. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think it will now. You had to get, as much as people claim to not have wanted it, you had to get Hunter out of there. Hunter was doing his own thing that didn't necessarily jive
1: with Unfortunately, the right solution was to let Hunter do his thing and then to be a good improv partner. And when you did bring them up to the main roster, say, yes, and like, take what he did and build on it. Don't just snap your fingers and pretend like none of that happened and erase it. Um, But they were. But again, since they weren't interested in doing that, you're right. Hunter had to go.
0: Yeah, because yes, that would be the right answer. But another answer, and again, people aren't going to like it is you have to get everybody on the same page, even if it is the page of Nick Khan and Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon and being like, we want Braun Breaker to be whatever the character is that they're, you know,
1: and then the one counterpoint I will give to what you're saying is, I don't think those are the right people to read to, to lead A wrestling promotion in the year 2022 i don't think they're able to put together a product that i as a consumer of professional wrestling would find relevant yes that's a very subjective statement i don't expect everyone in the world to agree with me but i don't think i'm interested in the type of product that they have put out in the past and that they seem to be putting out now
0: but you're interested in AEW, and yet you're still not watching that. Is that go back to the fact that they charge for pay-per-views?
1: That's certainly part of it. I'm like again, I, I don't really have. I'm not the type of person that goes to streaming sites usually. It's like I don't have a good way to watch Dynamite or Rampage. I'm never going to care about Dark, so I'm not going to watch Dark. And and again, like I will watch pay-per-views when I've got people to split it with. But as sure. as you've said multiple times. If I could just give them $10 a month and consume it all. Yeah. That would make it a lot more palatable, perhaps, to watch. I don't know that I would watch it. I don't wa- I don't watch really any television um, live anymore. The only stuff I watch is stuff that's on streaming services. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Watching but live watch, television is just too much of a commitment. You watch YouTube. Yeah, but none of that's live. Or at least I don't watch the live portion of it. No, but you could
0: watch NWA. You could watch Major League Wrestling MLW. You could keep up with
1: what's happening. Those aren't good shows. Sorry. <laughs> they're low You haven't seen them. They're low production value. I, I've seen enough of them like to know that like Ring of Honor, I could never get into watching because of how rinky-dink it felt. Sorry. I don't care about the quality of wrestling. It always felt rinky-dink. And that's how Impact feels these days. The only one that I think has the sort of production value that I'm looking for in a wrestling company is AEW and WWE right now. Um, And I'm not talking about international promotions because I don't know nearly enough about them. Uh, sure. to make a statement on that. But Impact still does not feel good to me. MLW and what was the other one you said? NWA. I, those just feel like garbage shows. I did. I watched a couple of sh- I did. I watched a couple of the NWA shows. I'm sorry. They just felt like it, it felt like somebody was recording a wrestling show that was taking place in a high school gymnasium. And don't get me wrong. I'm not. And I'm using incendiary language because I'm, I'm making a point. I'm trying to be colorful on a podcast. But um, and I, like so, but my, my real point here is I don't begrudge anybody who likes that wrestling experience. Like, if that's what Jeremy is looking for. Great. I'm glad that Jeremy is happy. But I'm looking for a little bit more pizzazz, a little more shine, a little bit more polish. I just don't feel like those companies offer it to me. Hmm. so what do you watch besides Markiplier? um i was watching the bbc version of ghosts did you finish that i finished that there's only five or six episodes per season and there's only six or three seasons so that's over okay i watched the first episode of the american version of ghosts and it was fucking terrible and i'm not going to watch any more of it um yeah. And so I mostly mostly I mostly watch movies. This last week I've been watching all sorts of Japanese horror movies. So, yeah. Getting caught up over there.
0: Do you want to watch wrestling again? Do you want to go back into being a regular wrestling watcher? No. If I did, I would. I'm um, no. I don't know about that because you've made a case for why none of the current product if WWF instantly got better overnight.
1: Well, then would that you- would that would change whether or not I wanted to get back into it right now. I don't want to get back into it because I know it's all garbage. Like there's nothing about it that appeals to me.
0: If AEW announced tomorrow, they were have a, starting a streaming service.
1: I would probably check it out. Yes. Okay
0: and if you could watch let's forget the archive you're never going to go back and watch the old stuff but if you were like you could watch dynamite and rampage and the pay-per-views for 50 percent off
1: i would want them to match pay-per-view prices in the uk like if i'm giving them ten dollars a month already i should be able to get that pay-per-view for an additional twenty dollars okay because it was half off and that was a, another 30, that's I would feel like I was being ripped off to be honest.
0: But if they did that, if they matched the UK prices or if they
1: I would I would be happy if they matched the UK prices because sure. again, like in this modern age of digital distribution of all this stuff, your content is your content. So saying that for some reason because I live in America, I have to pay three times more for the exact same product as somebody who happens to be geolocated in the UK. That just rubs me the wrong way. But that's me. Sure, that's just me.
0: So, and if you if they did, if they had a streaming service, and let's say, let's say it was exactly Peacock, you could get it for five or ten dollars a month. There's an ad package. There's a non-ad package, and you get Dynamite Rampage. And the pay-per-views, you would check it out. Do you think you would be a regular watcher, or do you think you would give it a shot and...
1: I would probably give it a shot and then fall off because wrestling... I, I say that because wrestling has not kept my interest now for the last several years, you know? So, maybe it would. Maybe I'd be surprised. I don't know. But the thing about AEW that I don't know because I'm not watching is it seems like a lot of modern wrestling promotions have a lot of filler yeah
0: they got to fill all this time that's the issue
1: i don't want to watch it they got to stop
0: you got to get off of these cable companies who are like we need you to fill three hours a week i don't want to watch it the second wwe gets off of that and starts doing i don't know how they're going to do it but it's going to be much better yeah, I think that's it. I think it comes down to I'm not sure that you want to be a wrestling fan anymore.
1: I agree with that statement. I'm not sure that I so, do either. So,
0: yeah. Well, I will let you know if the Rumble is amazing and you missed the best show you've ever seen. And if I miss the best you know, show
1: I've never seen. Man.
0: That's true. Would you like to go back to whatever it is you're doing on your phone?
1: I'm trying to just connect to the Wi-Fi because it's not letting <laughs> My phone for like the last week, every time I leave the house and come back, asks me for my Wi-Fi password. I don't know why. Um, And so I just, as we were talking, it just installed a new iOS update. And so I was hoping maybe that would fix it. But as soon as I picked up my phone, it would instantly ask me for the Wi-Fi password again. And I was like, motherfucker, I didn't even leave the house this time. I just installed the update. So maybe that'll fix it. I don't fucking know. I doubt it. Anyways, I'm sorry that I didn't give you 100% of my attention, DC. Did I hurt your feelings?
0: No, I honestly didn't know if some. Usually, I can tell when you've like click opened a new window yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're reading a Wikipedia article. You on your phone, I'm like, like honestly, is everything okay? Oh, like, yeah. no, no like There's nothing. Personal stuff you need to no, address. Did, you, did your brother call to profess his never-ending love for you?
1: Oh, I, I, I anticipate no such calls.
0: Okay. Would you like to anticipate some emails? Are there other things you'd like to discuss hmm. this week? I don't know. What have you We've been covered. watching
1: besides wrestling?
0: Um, we started yesterday just on a whim. I think we tried the Netflix just play something. <laughs> oh, we and
1: I unsubscribed from Netflix. Wow. After that, you know, additional price hike they announced. Yeah. I'm not gonna pay them twenty dollars a month. Just not gonna do it.
0: What were you watching with the exception of the baking show? What were you watching?
1: Um, nothing. I went into my account
0: $20 a month.
1: Yeah. What are you paying $20 a month for? It's $20 a month if you want to get the 4K um, quality oh. Netflix. Okay. Every Not other streaming trip. service doesn't charge extra for higher resolution, but Netflix does. And back when that was $15, that seemed like a reasonable upsell to me. And then it was yeah. eighteen dollars, and I still paid it. And now it's twenty dollars, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck Netflix. The next thing I want to watch on Netflix is Stranger Things season four, and that's not coming out till July. I will check oh, it out. It's
0: July, I believe so. They keep saying they keep saying it's coming soon, but they don't say on because that's what we started doing. We started being like, we want to watch Stranger Things. We want to watch the new season, of The Umbrella Academy they haven't announced when release dates for any of on
1: your account, like on your computer, if you go into your account, like you can see like your viewing history. And so like, I went into my profile just to see. And like, the last thing I watched was like, I watched like one episode of a show in December. And then like, maybe I watched like two things in November and I was just like, okay, I clearly am not watching not watching Netflix. And you know, back when it was 10 bucks a month, I was a little less observant maybe of that. Sure. But at 20 bucks a month, yep, fuck it. Netflix, you're gone. I will, again, check you out once you have dropped a full season of something I want to watch. I will subscribe for a month and then I will cancel you again because you are no longer, to me, worth um, the asking price. I just can't believe the price just keeps going up, up, up. Like, no other streaming service that I'm aware of Has like increased its prices, like at all. And they just keep increasing their prices.
0: No, no other streaming service is Netflix. Netflix is the giant. They were the
1: giant, is my point. I don't think they are anymore. Like when I go on to Netflix and I start scrolling through like the recommended movies, I don't know if you keep keeping track or maybe it's just me because I watch a lot of horror and stuff. And so, like, maybe they don't have a lot of horror, so their algorithm is, like, grasping at straws for me. But, like, the number yeah. of, like, Indonesian or Bollywood or Korean, like, soaps that it shows me, I'm just like, are you kidding? Like, this is what you are recommending to me? Like, I th- I honestly think they have a severely depleted back catalog outside of their Netflix originals. And then in terms of the Netflix originals, every show I like, they just keep canceling. like. Glow, they canceled Glow after three seasons and they never gave me a wrap up to the story. Like it, I've said this before, um, you know, like our good friend of um, the show GQ for years, he was trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones. And what did I tell him? I told him I'm never going to watch a series based on a literary work that is not finished ever again, because <laughs> I've done that before. And I know how that turns out. It always turns out badly. And how did Game of Thrones turn out? Huh? How did Game of Thrones turn out? Everybody out there who watched it, how was that last season? Yeah. Um, But that's exactly my point, though. Like, with with Netflix, with Glow, this was a show I enjoyed. I watched three seasons of this show, and now you're not even going to do me the courtesy of filming three more episodes to wrap up all the stories, of filming a two-hour movie to wrap up the stories for me. You're just going to leave me hanging. And they've done this several times with several different shows. Like, the only one that's still going that I at all enjoy is Stranger Things. And I will say, I thought season three of Stranger Things was the weakest one yet. Um, I will watch season four, but they're on the verge of losing me of even caring about that series. And there's nothing else on there that I really watch.
0: Yeah, we watched... Virgin River the first two episodes of the show Virgin River which was interestingly interesting enough while you're waiting for your Grubhub order and you're just chilling in the living room um but yeah made, and I do know they're gonna run out this is the issue is with Netflix is they know the clocks going because all of the uh Companies that were happy to do business with them and say, yes, you can pay $25 million or whatever the price was for the rights to this show or the show or the show are now going to take it back because they have their own streaming service. Yep. All the NBC shows need to come back to Peacock. All the CBS shows need to come back to Paramount. So Netflix is going to have its originals and that's it. So maybe they keep up charging because they're like, eventually, we can, we're going to have to scale way back.
1: Well, I mean, that's exactly it. Like this last quarter was basically like the first time in their earnings reports that they showed a severe slowing of their new subscribers. And my guess is with this latest um, price uh, increase, they're actually going to see a decrease in subscribers um, moving into the next quarter. Um, I think they've severely miscalculated uh, their value at this point to their consumer. So we'll see how that goes for them, especially now that they don't have that huge back catalog of other people's content to just mindlessly serve up. You seem
0: like you pay a lot of attention to these investor calls.
1: Yes and no. And like
0: first first quarter reports and everything. Is it because you are an investor, or is it because you're just interested in that type of stuff?
1: I'm interested in investing but I don't really invest because I don't feel like I have the money to lose. Sure. Someday I'll get way into it. Nah. But yeah, I I am interested. I do read about it. And I, I figured at one point, I think towards the beginning of the pandemic, I said to myself, you know, I was listening to all these podcasts about video games and, and like, you know, another hobby that I enjoyed hearing about, but I don't really play any games anymore. Like really? I dabble here and there, but not much. And I was just like, is there something I could like put my time and energy into that might actually be rewarding in some way? And so around that time was when I started paying way more attention to stock market stuff. I've just been trying to get a feel for how it works and, you know, seeing trends and different companies. But like the thing that I've learned from watching that is it's all a bunch of bullshit, at least these last couple of years. like the market is completely not logical like it doesn't seem to actually follow any rhyme or reason stocks tumble on good news they rise on bad news like all the time it really honestly just seems like there's a systematic like force behind the scenes that's just controlling everything in this so-called free market that that would be the illuminati I'm not going to go that far, but it does seem like the financial institutions, the money makers, if you will, have way more influence over stock prices than they should. Um, it it really seems like the entire system is fucked. And that's what I got yeah. from it. So.
0: When did you sell your GameStop stock? Oh, I like, still have it. How
1: far did it fall? Oh, I still have it. That is my I told you and your wife that is my lottery ticket. I will not sell that unless it is worth $500,000 a share, I will never sell it. It's just going to sit in my account. That is my, it's $500,000 or bust. i literally will never sell. It.
0: Yeah. I check every so often because, um, we have a family member who has invested and keeps talking about how, you know, it's going to be what gets him to the moon to quote one Cameron Grimes from NXT. Um, you know, and I just watch it go down and down and down. Now, granted, if you look at it, it's still way higher than it ever was before it shot up. I mean, but still. And
1: if you, again, like that's that's a perfect example of how the market is broken, right? Because recently it is just falling, falling, falling. But Like if you look at the actual activity, like it's got like an 82% buy rate. Like people are just buying it. So why is the stock falling? There's no logical reason if you look at the su- supply and demand, the actual, you know, what what the stock market is supposed to operate off of. There appears to be no logical reason for the price to be falling and yet it keeps falling.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't, you know, we were doing taxes earlier and we were looking at some of our like retirement investments and you know we've lost some some money in the last you know bit of time and i'm just like i'm glad i don't pay attention cuz i would just be going crazy like realizing how much i'm like i just I put money accounts, in
1: You just yeah just don't pay attention to it
0: that's it just put what, money in there automatically what we, and come that's back to told. Yeah, he's like, they're like, if you want to check it every year, you'll tend to notice your money goes up. And that's what happened. I looked in and I was like, oh, this is considerably higher than what it was last year, far more than what I put into it. Yep, good. Yeah, I'll check again next January. <laughs> yeah, see where we're at.
1: You, you, honestly, you can't be reactionary to it. I don't think I mean, yeah. not with your retirement account. I mean, you can be if you want to be crazy. And I'm sure some people do very well doing that. But I think you would just drive yourself absolutely fucking bonkers. Um, I think just leave it alone. If you want to play with the stock market, have a little money off to the side, but
0: yeah, I think if I got into it, my love of spreadsheets and everything, I'd be checking like four or five times a day and keeping, we, we have a, a relative in on my wife's side of the family who always had a notebook and he had his stocks and he would write down just throughout the day, what the price was doing. And he had this whole system of like looking at it and you know, he knew far more of it than I ever have. Um, I think I would enjoy that element to it, but yeah, you can't, I don't know. I think I have too much of a, I don't know. My brain would just go a little too overboard with it.
1: I used to have an aversion to losing money.
0: Yeah, it does. It It has to be money that you're willing to, you know, here's $500. I don't mind if it goes away.
1: Yep, it's monopoly money. Once it's in my yeah. account, it's monopoly money. I don't care what happens to it. I can't care.
0: Do you watch some great football games this weekend?
1: Oh yeah. Yep. Love that foosball.
0: Yeah. The email is podcast at ddt com. That is podcasts at ddt com. We got half a dozen for you. Podcast Indeed. at ddt wrestling.com. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Not, Not podcasts.
1: That'll go nowhere.
0: We do have multiple we stay do tuned for season two of hort what i said stay tuned for season two of hort coming out this september says who i'm just going to announce it for you
1: fuck you <laughs>
0: give you a de- give you a deadline to work for yeah, i don't think so uh our first email comes from jeffrey who i do not believe has twitter
1: greetings from martha's vineyard dc and doc and morning just got done listening to the latest episode Loved the impromptu superhero draft. How about a breakfast cereal character draft? Wanted to weigh in last episode's conversation on best restaurant bread. How about the pre dinner rolls from Texas Roadhouse? So good. That's my pick. Hope you guys are staying safe and that your aunt is doing better. Jeffrey from Massachusetts, who doesn't have Twitter, but I think told us last week had Instagram sent from my iPhone.
0: Thank you, Jeff. Yep. She is. She is doing all right. We are we are shocked, shocked, shocked. Uh, are the rolls good from Texas Roadhouse, or is it just the butter that's good from Texas Roadhouse?
1: I don't know that I've ever been to Texas Roadhouse.
0: They have rolls, which are good, don't get me wrong, but they have a cinnamon butter mm. that they serve with it. What kind of it. rolls no, are there? Fond- is this
1: like a brown bread roll, or is it like a no, white?
0: No, like a white. It's a more of like a white roll. A dinner roll. Um, Yeah. But they're good. And they come, you know, you you. They bring it to the table. They bring it with you when they're walking you to the table. They pick up a basket of rolls for you. I tend to ask for regular butter because I'm not fond of cinnamon butter. I like my butter salty, not sweet. Um, but yeah, no, that is good. That's a good call there, Jeffrey. Uh, a breakfast cereal character draft. I feel like we did a tournament. I on am taking Captain Crunch as
1: my first pick.
0: Uh, one of these days, I get to go first, right? No. Oh. Well, okay. Uh,
1: I will take the Trix Rabbit. I will take Tony the Tiger. Uh, Count Chocula. I will take all three of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bakers. I will take the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. I will take Sam the Toucan. Ah. Uh...
0: Uh, lately, the cinnamon toast crunch, they're just cinnamon toast pieces that are like obviously people with eyes and things. Uh, sure, I'll take those because I'm running out of mascots. I
1: will take the equivalent mini-wheat mascots.
0: Um, They still do Fruity Pebbles, right? I'm taking Fred Fruits. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. There's your draft.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: Uh, all right. The next one comes in from Mitchell Monroe. Another tidbit listening to you all talk about the coffee lawsuit now. Uh, Another tidbit about that lawsuit is all the plaintiff originally originally wanted was for McDonald's to pay her twenty thousand dollar medical bill for skin grafts, uh, because said hot coffee gave her third degree burns. But McDonald's refused, so she took it to court. That's it. No sign off. No signature. Just it was a a tidbit. A A tidbit. Thank you, Mitchell. I appreciate the tidbit. Have you ever been
0: to Tim Hortons? Yes. I don't think I've ever been, but I now I want a Timbit.
1: Yeah, Tim Bits. Wh- wh- Um, Why?
0: Because he said tidbit. Tidbit made me think of Tim Bits, and so I asked the question.
1: Oh, I've been to Montreal.
0: I've been to Montreal, too, but I don't think we went to a Tim Hortons. I did. I feel like there was a Tim Hortons in Connecticut at one point. There was one
1: relatively close to me, like an exit down the highway. It's yeah. not just a generic gas station, but.
0: Yeah, sad times our uh, next email from comes from Che, Rumble Mania.
1: Hello, gents. Bit of a generic one this week with it being Rumble Week. If you haven't discussed it already, what are your predictions for the Rumble winners, twists, and surprises? Hope all is well. Across the pond, Che sent from my man or who do you think's gonna win?
0: On the piece of Business podcast, which I listen to and you should too, um, Jeremy made a compelling case. For Brock Lesnar to lose the Raw title to Bobby Lashley, then get himself inserted into the Rumble because he is a free agent, win that, and then go on to WrestleMania to face Roman Reigns, which is probably what the plan was um, before, whether it was COVID or whatever, got in the way. Um I don't personally think Brock Lesnar needs the Rumble win. He could just call his shot, but he is a babyface. The fans would actually be excited for him winning the Royal Rumble, as opposed to other years where they would have hated it. Um, I'm going to say, just because it's what I predicted when I did my fantasy booking, I will say Kevin Owens. Okay. I think I have like a 2% chance of being right, but I will say Kevin Owens wins. And gets his big thing. Uh, For the women, I think Lita is going to win (laughs) um, and go on to wrestle Becky Lynch in a swerve at the uh, Wrestle in the Mania.
1: Okay. All right.
0: And as for twists and surprises, I do think we get uh, somebody from, we get a guy breaking the quote unquote forbidden door. But I don't think it'll be as big of a deal as everyone thinks. It'll be like, you know, Miro and everyone will be like, hey,
1: and that'll be the end of that. Mm. I think um, in terms of a surprise, I think Jimmy Wang Yang is going to return. Yes. I also think he's going to win the Rumble, but in a twist, uh, he's going to win the women's Rumble (laughs) match. So there He's you go. My dreams come true. Winner, an twist and surprise team. all in one all prediction. At the same time. Yeah,
0: there you go. Uh, yeah. Roman retains. Um, Lashley probably does win the belt back so that Lesnar can fight Roman reigns. Cause that is the plan. Becky wins. Uh, I think we're getting alpha Academy versus RK bro. Alpha Academy will win that. So yeah, no major title changes except for Lashley. Uh Glenn checks in with a bucket list
1: hi guys as you know i was indisposed to send an email last week as you were recording i was at my mother's house and a conversation we had prompted this week's question if you were creating a bucket list god damn it glenn you are this is like what an incredible downer of a way to start an email ah all right um if you were creating a bucket list What would be the top three things on it? I'll hopefully be ticking one of my last ones off this summer when I visit the U.S. Thanks for keeping me entertained on the long, tedious journey back home on Saturday. Glenn. Glenn. I want to know what was on his mother's bucket list. I'm curious about that now.
0: What was Mrs. Armbar's bucket list? All right, Glenn. There's your assignment for next week. What about
1: you? What's on your bucket list, D.C.? i think i want to go to bora bora and mrs manson is going to love hearing that but like, i never like really thought about traveling very much or anything like that and she was the one who came into my life who i think first her answer was was sort of a a tongue-in-cheek bora bora whenever you would ask her where she wanted to go but after having seen enough pictures of, of the of those huts that are built right over the water. Like you literally are in your hut with your bedroom and wherever you're staying. And like, there's literally a sure. hole in the ground that just opens onto these crystal clear blue waters. Yeah. Like I want to spend the bathroom. a week there. That's what I want to do. That's that's on my bucket list. Um,
0: nothing to do. I would like, I would like to live on the water. That's sort of like I what I, I said. How- yeah. But I like. I don't need to like vacation. But even you just want a house you know, so no, just a house that I can see the water from. No,
1: the you said you want to live on the water.
0: Well, I'd prefer to live like exactly on the coast where I could go out onto my like walk down some stairs like, onto out of from my backyard and know, I'm on the beach. Like,
1: like I don't know if it's so much a thing here, but like you know, down south, like there are totally houseboats. And now that you yes. bring it up, like.
0: I don't want a houseboat.
1: I could totally see you living on a houseboat. I just for some
0: Hawaiian shirt, Hawaiian shirt, nothing underneath it. Unbuttoned just wearing a bathing suit all the time. Like
1: I've literally never thought of this before, but somehow this image of you just like living it up on a houseboat just makes sense into the, like the core of my being. I don't know why, like you're not like a particularly water, like what no, you're, you're not a fisherman, you're not like nope. an outdoorsman or anything, but something about you with a big old straw hat or something is on this houseboat. I just see it. I don't know. I just see am it.
0: I, is it am I on the ocean or am I in a river boat? Uh, am I that am I that pathetic?
1: <laughs> it's a, a river boat.
0: I'm going up and down <laughs> the Connecticut River on a giant houseboat. I love it. I love it. I would visit you. Hang. Hang on, honey. We're going to go to New Hampshire for the weekend. Huh. Uh, I, I'm about to get a, I can say no to a houseboat. I'm sure there are some nice ones, but I would like to live, uh, you know, on the beach. Oh, you so should just water. move in with
1: friend of the show GQ. Now that he bought his mansion, he lives like basically right on the water. So.
0: True, he does live by the lake. You could
1: just take over his toy room. There's like enough room for you, the misses, your parents, uh, the new dog, several of your yeah. uh, cousins and nephews, uh, nieces. Like you could all just move into his toy rooms. Because oh my Jesus God, GQ, you have a problem. Stop purchasing toys.
0: No, now that now that he's got a room for it, it's going to go into overdrive. Yeah.
1: I w- I I gotta say, GQ, if you're listening, I was impressed by the sheer amount of uh, items in your collection. Yeah. When we were moving. Holy I, moly.
0: I think my issue with the bucket list is that my the things on my bucket list are pretty small. Like I would like to have a dog and we can't have one here but seeing pictures of miss pearl the puppy of my parents like i'm like i think having a dog sounds nice and i've seen you you obviously are very happy with uh a dog situation when there aren't fireworks or anyone walking by
1: ever i keep thinking about getting um, another dog I, like now you know but I, I worry it would be unfair to oscar because he is going to be 10 years old this year so like i i just don't know how he would deal with a younger dog but like i I don't know. I've reached the point where that's like something that I've been thinking about more and more recently.
0: I think you need a great Dane puppy, which would be the perfect counterpoint.
1: Nah, I'm a Dachshund man for life. These weird little dwarf dogs are just, they're, they're ridiculous. I love them.
0: You know, my family's a white German shepherd family, and this one is about half the size. It should be. Mm. Um, Part of that is it was a little sick and it is now on the mend. But part of it was also that it was ju- like it's just happens to be a smaller version, which considering I have elderly parents, um, neither of whom should be walking a hundred pound dog on a leash because it's going to go flying along with them. Um, so if this dog maxes out at like 60, 70 pounds, that's good. I'll take yeah, I'll take it. So well, give me another bucket list thing. I
1: want to write a he's novel.
0: Top, he's, I did consider, I did consider, uh, you know, doing some sort of writing thing. I don't know if it would be poetry or children's books or whatever, but something. I want to, Yeah, you, ha- you have an, you have an idea. You have one. Like you've written either a whole novel or part of a novel. I remember at some point you were in between jobs and that was your, Yeah. that was your thing. You were a novelist.
1: Yeah, I probably wrote about twenty thousand words of a novel, but like I realize now, like that's like nothing. You know what I mean? Like when I write a chapter for like the lab manual, like I'm gonna write like fourteen chapters. Every chapter is like eight thousand words. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I don't know. It just, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um. I you know, I should want to travel. I should want to go places. Um. I see people who you know they were in hawaii they wouldn't hear they wouldn't had there and i'm like i'm sure that would be nice i would like to get back to the south of france that's nice the you know italian coast also nice uh i maybe it's covid talking but i'm not i just don't feel a huge a huge uh, need to leave the boundaries of the us and speaking of
1: boundaries that's the title of our next email from mrs manson dear doc in dc doc made a call for email so here i am I've had a really busy few weeks with work, and today I felt super proud of myself that I told two people I was unavailable to meet this week. Could I have made the time for each of them somewhere in my week? Yeah, probably, but then I wouldn't be able to focus on the rest of my tasks that need to be tended to. Also, these people who want to chat with me have all been aware of the deadline coming up on Monday since November, so I'm kind of out of shits to give. I don't often say no, but boy did it feel good today. I find it's difficult to enforce work boundaries sometimes, but I always feel proud of myself and way less stressed afterwards. Do you have similar experiences? Gumdrops, lollipops, and rainbows, Mrs. M.
0: Well, this is a fascinating question for Mrs. Manson to pose to us. One half of us is her husband, because as we've seen, low these many weeks, um, you just keep saying
1: yes. That's not true. Um, I keep saying yes to doing new things, but in my job, I very frequently tell people to fuck right off.
0: Do you say it just like that?
1: No, I'm much more diplomatic.
0: You ever wish you didn't have to be diplomatic? Yes,
1: all the time. How about you?
0: Um, I have felt lately like I um, have needed to hide. You know, I'm usually a pretty, like I wander and I will pop in and see people. And But maybe it's again because of the pandemic and Rachel can chime in on this as well. Uh, Being in a school during a pandemic, I don't know that any job is easy, but that's certainly not an easy one. So I have found that when I wander in to just check in on people and see how they're doing, they are stressed and I now get more, I get their contact stress. And so now I'm more stressed. And so I have had to set boundaries in the sense of I'm going to my classroom. I will leave to go to the teacher's lounge to make my copies. And then I'm going back to my classroom. If you need me, you can come find me here, Uh, but I'm not going to seek you out because you're just going to add to my stress level. And unless you're going to then subtract from it, uh, I I don't want to deal with you. So, yeah you know but it's sometimes it is different it's difficult to to set boundaries with you know especially when you've been at the job for a while and you've known some of these people for going on 15 years now it's like well you know you would have you would have helped me with this before and i'm like yep i would have (laughs) yeah i mean that's the one thing like with and i and i hopefully will do so again but not not
1: right now Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, my first few years where I was, like, I was all gung-ho doing this, doing that, doing the other thing. But, like, I'm totally, like, as you see, I keep myself busy. I do all these other jobs, right? The things that come up. But, like, the only things I'm saying yes to are jobs. I'm saying yes to things that are literally going to pay me. Like, when I first got into the position I was in, like, I was doing this. I was doing that. I was doing the other thing, trying to make things better and, you know, all this other stuff. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't get rewarded for that. I don't get paid anything extra for doing a good job in my job. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm at this point, I'm not saying I'm not doing a good job. I am doing a good job. I think I do a very good job uh, for what it's worth. But I'm not, like, going out of my way anymore for things that aren't going to result somehow directly in increased compensation. I've just become a lot smarter about that because... They would replace me tomorrow if they had to. You know what I mean? Like, that's sure. I think that's just the realization I had. It doesn't matter how valuable you make yourself to your employer, if you dropped dead tomorrow, they would replace you before you were in the ground. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I that's just, I just, I can't, I'm not programmed to care anymore. Like, they beat it out of me.
0: I think we've just sort of hit that age because. You know there was an issue. I won't go into details because I keep promising my wife I'm not going to share a lot of intimate details online. Um, there was an issue, and it someone who is considered my supervisor was like, "Well, you should, you know, call this person after school, and you can have a conversation." And sh- luckily, they did it through email because my response was, "No, I <laughs> get paid the same amount yeah. whether or not, whether or not I solve this problem." via phone call or email and my school day ends when my contract says it ends and I'm not working extra. I'm not staying after school to call this person. So no, I can solve this problem without doing that. And I did and nobody seemed to care, but it was just, I've reached that stage where I'm like, no, exactly. There are certain things, certain things I will happily do and certain things that I'm like, "Mm, no,
1: I said like at the end of the day, like, I don't think I'm like, neglecting my job or my employer like i'm doing a fine job I'm doing a great job earning my keep uh, I'm, I'm no way cutting corners or anything like that uh but yeah you do you, you do not pay me enough to care in, in 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 the core of my heart and soul you just you, just, you don't pay me enough for that yeah so.
0: So, so here's something. This was another interesting thing. Um, we're doing this extra stuff, and it's worthwhile. And they said we have to do it, um, and they're providing us with with time to do it. If you had a choice, if they were like, "All right, we need you to get this training done, doc. You've got to get trained. Uh, you have two choices. Um, you can, you know, we're we're gonna have a a training session." after work for 2 hours you'll get paid for those 2 hours and we're providing pizza and soda or we will have someone else come do your job for you for 2 hours during the during your normal hours somebody's going to come be doc manson for those 2 hours and you can go somewhere else and get trained which one are you going to take
1: that's actually not a clear cut answer for me okay it's the first option was it was unpaid after work i would say fuck you i'll do it midday but the fact that it's paid and i get pizza i mean if it was just pizza i'd say go fuck yourself but if you're paying me i wouldn't i wouldn't dismiss it out of hat but more likely i would choose to do the thing during my workday.
0: yeah that was it so there's three of us um working on this team two of us are You know, I'm nearing forty. The other one is probably nearing fifty. And we have one who's like twenty-five. The twenty five year old was like, Ooh, pizza, soda, extra extra pay after work. I'm in. My other person and I, we were like, No, you do not pay you cannot pay me enough to stay here any longer than I have to. Yeah. And that's probably the right answer.
1: That's probably the right answer. Because that time is the one thing you're not getting back, you know. interesting question
0: to ask you know I'm, I'm maybe it's just because again i seem to be thinking more i'm not obsessing over it but i do seem to be thinking about you know i've reached middle age for all of these various reasons and i'm like i think middle age is just the time where i'm just going to be like yeah i don't care about that no i have tenure good luck trying to get rid of me <laughs> yeah fair enough See Uh, Our last email comes from Forrest. Best wishes.
1: Hello, DC and Doc. Best wishes to all the besties. Sending good vibes everyone's way. These times are strange and tough, but we will make it through. I hope AJ or Owens wins the Rumble. I would love to see a true surprise entrant like... Styles from a few years ago. Anywho, best to you and yours and besties. Bosk sent from my iPhone. Well, Bosk, you are in luck because I hear very reliably from the news sources that Jimmy Wang Yang is on his way <laughs> to debut in the Women's Royal Rumble match, and it's going to be a fine time. It'll be Jimmy Wang Yang. <laughs>
0: um,
1: our... I keep forgetting. I miss Jimmy Wang Yang. He was He'd great. Back. Yeah, I'd be alright with that. Funaki? I, Let's bring funaki, back.
0: He, they stopped doing the thing where they're like here are all the international announcers but funaki was one yeah. of them he was always the japanese announcer yeah. um i keep forgetting that aj styles is a thing because i don't watch the weekly shows i don't watch Ron back down i keep forgetting that he exists and yeah i guess he could win the uh the royal rumble maybe aj styles and lashley is an interesting match maybe aj and Roman is an interesting match. I'm actually probably more interested in that one, but uh, I guess that's an option. Yeah. I don't think we get a surprise like AJ. I don't think you can do it. And I I know we've talked about it, but you can't.
1: I think the closest thing would be a Daniel Bryan because of all the implications of that. But
0: again, the issue is had he not come back, had he, like, left and gotten, like, started wrestling on the Indies and then jumped over? Like, we just saw him. Was he in the 2021
1: Royal Rumble? I feel like he yeah, was. I think so. Like, like would you even you know, want it, John Moxley to show up in the Rumble? No, I made the
0: point that he would be better off showing up in the match with the other two Shield people. Right. That would make more sense. Yeah, he was in the 2021 Rumble. So, yeah, the, the, I don't need to see him.
1: Like, it's... I Remember like that, that time be- that um Rock Lesnar just decimated everybody in the rumble and just threw everybody out. And then here comes Keith Lee who actually like held his own. and it looked like he was actually going to be a thing on the main roster. Remember that? Remember that? That was an awesome moment for Keith Lee. The bear cat
0: who? <laughs> oh, you weren't watching when he, he was known uh, as the I, bear I cat. I, that was a, but yeah, he just patent,
1: He's uh, fired now, right? Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Now he just trademarked Limitless and he'll show up. He'll show up it He'll again. be an impact. The after yeah. Tomorrow. The, big, the big name would be, it would have to be like a Kenny Omega. He's the guy that you don't think you would ever see because all the former WWE guys you can imagine in WWE because <laughs> they were there. So it would be Kenny Omega. What if it was the Cody Rhodes? What if
1: showed. it was CM Punk?
0: I guess that would be another good one. That would be another big one. That would be no one would think that would happen.
1: Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to any. So, I mean, I honestly think Jimmy Wang Yang showing back up would be entertaining. I know I said it facetiously, but I'd be fine with it. I mean, that would be it. Like last year, Carlito showed up. That's great. Yeah. Let's have Tajiri show up for half a second. I am Hayden Reich. Hayden. I wouldn't mark out for Heidenreich, or Gene Snitsky, or uh, uh, Lord Tensai, or the Funkasaurus,
0: or... If you knew, if they had announced that Heidenreich was going to be in this Royal Rumble, would you download Peacock and sign in?
1: If they announced Gene Snitsky, yes. Heidenreich... (laughs) mm,
0: See, Heidenreich was always Maybe. higher to me than Snitsky. I liked I liked Snitsky better. Together.
1: I I think I think Snitsky's um, the whole baby thing just went so far with me.
0: Fair enough. Uh, since we're talking about something positive, I will remind you that we have once again reached that time in the show uh, where you need to be sharing your piece of positivity um what do you got um if you have anything
1: yeah so i did finish up ghosts i know i think that was probably my piece of positivity last week and i finished it up the whole uh enchilada there excellent show excellent from start to finish uh hopefully there'll be another season i would look forward to watching more of the bbc's ghosts that show was real 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 good the thing that i like about it and I guess probably British humor in general is it's not afraid to have some subtlety to it, especially like mm-hmm. contrasting it to the first episode of the United States remake of the show, which has sure zero subtlety to it. Um, <laughs> I, it it just, it, it really does strikingly underscore, um, you know, how, how much better, like taking the exact same premise, Like, just treating it the right way, the right amount of respect, like, how much of a difference that can make in the quality of a product. And I don't know. I I do really enjoy that show. I would recommend it to anybody, I think. Just about anybody. It was really funny um, and quite good. I enjoyed it. Um, And I said I kind of said this earlier in the show. I've been spending most of my week catching up on some older Japanese horror movies that I've never seen. Um, I watched uh, Pulse which was excellent. I watched um, Juan The Curse. Um, so that 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 but became The Grudge. The thing I didn't realize was there's a ton of these movies in Japan. There's like eight of them, I think. And so there was The Curse, The Curse 2, The Grudge, The Grudge 2. And then there's, there's more after that. But then at that point in the series is when the American The Grudge came out and the American The Grudge 2 came out. And I didn't realize it, but those six movies, the first four Japanese movies, and the two American movies, all the same director. Hmm. I, didn't I didn't know, know. that. And um, that makes me more inclined to actually check out the American version. Although I, I did watch the American, the first one, with Sarah Michelle Geller maybe a year or two ago, and that movie was not that good. But I, did, I really enjoyed The Curse, the very first one. Those first two movies, The Curse, The Curse 2, Um, were actually uh, v-cinema movies, which is sort of like a direct-to-video or TV movie-style thing in Japan. They weren't theatrical releases. Um, That first one, though, really quite good. The thing that I'm finding about um, Japanese movies, um, especially from this time period, we're talking like mid-late 90s, early 2000s, they have this thing, I mean, you might call it Tarantino-esque, where they tell the stories like... They tell the movie story with like separate characters, like separate separate stories, and like those little vignettes aren't necessarily told linearly. And so you start seeing how things connect, and I it just makes for a much more engaging um, a watching experience. And you know, I mean, watching a foreign film that subtitles like I'm not a good judge. Whether or not this is a good actor or actress in their native Japanese, like so, like that kind of stuff is lost on me. But it also means I can just enjoy the story because I'm, I'm not hung up on the dialogue delivery. I have no ability really to assess that. Um, and yeah, I've been finding myself really, really enjoying it. And I've been on this this Japanese kick. Pulse was excellent. I, I think it was from like 2001 or so. It ended up being remade here. Um later, I haven't watched the remake yet, but again, a really interesting movie this one about ghosts It was the early days of the internet, and basically the premise is um the spread of the supernatural phenomenon through the internet basically and and the whole i the whole core of the idea basically is the ghosts aren't really ghosts in in they're not they are ghosts, but they're not really like. They're not, like, terrorizing you, like, in the traditional American way of being terrorized by a ghost. Instead, what they're doing is they're essentially just isolating people, like, almost like a supernatural sort of infection. Like, you get in- infected by this ghost, say, and then you just kind of lose the will to live. A- and it becomes, like, this this outbreak of suicides across the world. And it's a nice, it's actually a nice, like... um. I don't know, analogy maybe for the internet, right? Because it's talking about you know Mm -hmm. spending more time on the computers, on your devices, only interacting and meeting people and building relationships through your screens and how isolating that can be. Like, again, for a movie that was made late 90s, early 2000, I think it's 2001, like actually pretty prescient, I think, with the story and topic when you consider how cell phones advanced, you know, to modern days. So that's my question, because what you just described
0: is the plot of Cell, the Stephen King novel. Oh, for sure.
1: I wouldn't doubt that. From uh,
0: 2006.
1: I wouldn't doubt that there was a uh, inspiration there. No doubt at all.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah, there's a, and they call it The Pulse, a signal sent out over the global cell phone network, which turns every cell phone
1: user into a zombie-like killer. Yeah. Yeah. Um really interesting really interesting stuff there's something Hmm. about foreign films that i think i've talked about before like you know i just like seeing how different cultures make these same types of films how they portray the characters the monsters and you know just seeing how they put their own flourishes on it and i've been on this japanese kick recently um i'm looking forward to continuing that for sure so we'll see how it goes interesting how about you dc What's on Durango's positivity list this week?
0: I want you, Doc Manson, to imagine a grid of squares.
1: Wordle. And I want
0: well, now you've ruined it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> Some of the squares were gray, some were yellow, some were green.
1: uh-huh, tell me more d c yeah. this enigma wrapped yeah, in a, a mystery I, I
0: no no yeah it's a f- it's a fun activity really really enjoying it. really good time.
1: <laughs> Does' it piss you off where f- for like five minutes you pretended to be interested in Japanese horror movies, maybe ten minutes. <laughs> I was interested. I was
0: making mainstream connections, and then I'm like, all right, time for me to pay my- yeah, about,
1: I, if it makes you it. feel any better, I haven't played Wordle. I actually didn't know that it was a grid of squares. I had no idea about the colors. I just knew it was in the news this week, and it seemed like the sort of thing that you would be into. So, oh,
0: yeah, it's 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 big. It's all my. I'm surprised. No, I'm not surprised because you don't check Twitter. Had you checked Twitter, you would hate Wordle because Twitter now, especially in the early morning hours. It's just 75% of my feed is people posting their wordle scores. So, it is a website um it's a game you are to guess a five letter word and you type it in if and it colors in the letters. If the le- if the color is gray, that means that word is not located in the puzzle. If it is yellow, you have the letter right but it's not in the right space. And if it's green, that means, and I can show you here. I don't know. You probably can't see that at all. Um, if it's green, that means that you have it in the right okay. place. So, you you know, you guess a word. You start with the word, you know, phone, since we're talking about. And it'll say, oh, you know, you have the O, right? And the P's in the wrong place. So, you're like, all right, let me try spork or whatever. And you try to deduce what the word was. You only have six guesses. Okay. Um and the the thing with wordle is that there is one puzzle a day
1: and does everybody gets the and same they, puzzle
0: everybody gets the same puzzle and there's no back catalog so you get one puzzle and that's it now i actually wordle is great and i'm a fan and people at work play it and you know but i would like my actual piece of positivity is the website and i'm spoiling it here don't ruin it friends don't get it taken down it is WordleUnlimited.com, which I believe is a copycat website, but you can play as many puzzles as you want.
1: Wordle so am Unlimited.
0: WordleUnlimited.com. I am up over 200 Wordles.
1: When did you um, first get into Wordle?
0: Wordle itself, I think I saw an article, again, uh, this is seems to be something I say every week now, I believe I saw an article in the New York Times on the website about Wordle, and how it was something that a programmer made for his partner um, during COVID, because I think they were separated, and it was just an activity so that they could do it together, Um, and now it has taken off and everybody's doing it until you know for probably another two or three weeks until everyone will hate it and it'll go away Um, but you know but yeah so wordle and wordle unlimited it's I am entertained I like words I like word puzzles crosswords jumbles all of that so this is right in my wheelhouse Uh, so I have been a fan of the wordle
1: all right well I'm glad to hear it I'm glad you are out there having yourself A jolly good time.
0: I was until you you said what it
1: was. Well, what do you you want from me? Not to ruin your happiness? You know that's how this friendship works.
0: (laughs) I do. Bad relationship. I do. I do. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's had its moments over the years, but now very... it is a very positive relationship. <laughs> Thank you. You reached out. You made sure you know that I was okay with my things. With my family, were going down. So uh, I appreciate you, even if you do enjoy. It's it, it's just another way of obstruction. That's what this is. This is just three hundred and six some odd episodes of obstruction. Is what That's this
1: is probably true.
0: So. Doc Manson, before we head off and uh, wait for Jinny Wang Yang to win the Royals Rumble, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that?
1: Well, night? you know, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can send us an email, podcast at com. You can also listen to our entire back catalog at this point, there's well over 304 episodes in the back catalog waiting for you, and you can listen to those by going to your podcast repository of choice and searching the title of this show, which is DDT Wrestling. I don't know why I'm telling you that because if you're hearing this episode, you've clearly already done that.
0: Yeah, we're not on the, the fancy
1: radio sports wire like the piece
0: of business. No, broadcast.
1: indeed not. And you know, finally though, if if you like what you've heard, and honestly, at this point. It probably says more about you than it does us. You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to myself. That's Doc Manson and Durango Canyon Matthews. It helps us keep the lights on and the podcast train a chuggalooga
0: He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews from that deep Durango Canyon at the DC Matthews.
1: That's nasty.
0: Uh, Until we meet again, my dearest of dear friends, I'll see you on Wordle. Won't ye be our bestie?